Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Here we go. We ready. On this Monday morning, glad you're with us. The Buck Baloo Show underway here on Atlanta Sports Station, 680 The Fan. Might be listening on 93.7, and uh, we appreciate that. Or we're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app brought to you by Beaver Toyota. And if you're listening on a smart speaker, we want to thank our sponsor with that too, South Point Financial Services. As we get ready to rock and roll this week, Nerney's in the house. Derek Thomas in the house. Road dog doing the road thing. That's how he got the nickname. Nick and Chris out again today. So road dog setting that up. And we've got a lot to get to. Obviously, got to squeeze it in one hour. And anxious to get on that treadmill with it at 10 and sprinting through this thing today. It's been a quick turnaround, too. Out of town on the weekend. Taking my daughter, Audrey, on a college visit. We got back after midnight last night. A quick turnaround to this morning. But we're ready. We ready. Nerny, you ready? Always. Let's do the big take. Big take. One of sports' most intense and oldest rivalries adds a completely new chapter later this week in the college basketball men's Final Four. You've probably heard about it uh, right now. You've probably heard about it. North Carolina and Duke have been knocking heads on the hardwood since 1920. They faced off 256 times, but never, not once, in the NCAA tournament until now. Confession time. All right, I'm coming clean here. I'm not a Coach K fan. I've never been a Duke fan. As always, I'll be pulling for the Tar Heels to take them down. I'm just not caught up in the Coach K going out on top thing. How about you? Why is that, you might wonder? From the outside looking in, I've always looked at Coach K because Coach K is being sort of a bully. And a guy with one of the biggest egos in sports. That's why. I'd rather see Hubert Davis get the upset win to solidify his status at North Carolina. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm not a big North Carolina fan. But when Duke faces North Carolina, I've always been on the North Carolina side. And when the Lakers took on the Celtics, I was always on the the Lakers side. I mean, we all choose sides, right? We like some teams more than others. And I've just never been a Coach K guy or a Duke guy. So I'm going North Carolina later this week. Come on, Duke. (laughs) There's your big take. (laughs) We got to choose sides, man. So uh, Monday, man, we got a lot popping over the weekend. DT, you ready to get involved here? And uh, let's let's do this what's popping thing. Let's find out what's popping. Let's do it. Let's go, Buck. Well, Come on, let's do it. We got to talk with what everybody's talking about right now, Buck. What was your take 
on the slap heard around the world. Well, Chris Rock disrespected disrespected his wife, right? I mean, on national TV in front of all of his peers, he's taking a shot at his wife who's got a medical problem. It takes a shot at a lot of people, but... So, look, I... Uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have gone up on stage live TV there and slapped the guy. I probably would have done it, you know, off the air. And what about the slap, though, DT? Is is that sort of a manly thing, the slap? I think it's more about the, the gesture of uh, saying you've disrespected me and my family and I'm going to disrespect you. I think if he wanted to assault him, he probably goes with the closed fist, you know. Yeah. Just an embarrassing thing. I've always thought, you know, at least on the movies, the way they've uh, shown this is the backhanded slap with gloves, <laughs> yes. I think, was the total disrespect move. Right. That's like starting a duel, right? But no, this was. Yeah, you got the gloves. The you, you do the backhand slap with the gloves, really disrespecting the other Challenge dude. Challenge you, sir. I thought it was a setup in the beginning. You know, we we're going to just try to get some more publicity out of this thing. Yeah, ratings have been dropping for the Oscars. they got to yeah. do something, right? Yeah, so let's let's have somebody disrespect somebody else and then have him walk up on stage and slap him. And they picked Chris Rock and Will Smith, two of the most popular men in Hollywood. Yeah, well, everybody's talking about it today, so I guess it's a winner for them. You don't, you don't, you're not a slapping guy, right, Buck? I can't say I've ever slapped anybody. Yeah. My mom slapped me once. You probably deserved it. I did. Yeah. All right. Well, sure, we'll get back to the slap. Uh, Buck, what's up? What's the latest with the Braves? We're getting close. Ten days away to opening day. Well, I think it's about the money, really. I saw where Forbes came out and said the Braves organization, the value is now worth, get this, $2.1 billion. That's up $225 million from this time a year ago. See what winning the World Series does? Your value goes up, brother. Now, that's five times, $2.1 billion, five times what Liberty Media paid for the Braves back in 2007. Talk about uh, a good investment and then uh, capitalizing on the success of the organization, driving up the price, man. If you're wondering, Braves worth $2.1 billion. Compare that to the Yankees at $6 wow. billion. And the Dodgers at $4 billion. Well, so. the, it seems the battery hasn't been the massive failure that I was told it was going to be. And so it seems to have worked out well for the Braves yeah, and, and Liberty exactly Media. it hasn't exactly worked out like that, has yeah, it? It's it been wonderful. To, seems to be working out pretty well. One, I love the battery at I like it. Uh, I'm enjoying it right now. All right, Buck, moving on. Heard there's some big news coming out of Athens. Fill us in. Huge news, man. You, this is all the rage. The boys at the coffee shop. Hit me up on this earlier this morning. This idea that Carson Beck is getting more first-team reps at quarterback than Stetson Bennett. And everybody's really, uh, you know, wanting to talk about it and all that. I just think it's nothing is what it is. And we'll get into it a little more later in the show. I don't want to give my complete take on things, but... Everybody seems to be excited about it. Hey, man, did you hear about Carson Beck? He's beating out Stetson Bennett over at UGA. We're not going to get the same thing we did last year, are we? I'll let you know what's really going on a little later in the show. That's a tease. All right, Buck. Masters just, what, also about 10 days away, right? 
Yeah, man, it's just around the corner. Don't you just love it? The anticipation builds. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's right, the 86 Masters. Hello, friends. Being up at Augusta National, coming up in less than two weeks. And Scotty Scheffler, my goodness. Did you see him win the match play over the weekend? I did, actually. My, he's the new world number one. Scotty Scheffler, man. Quickest descent to world number one after winning your first event, uh, not ever in a long time. Yeah. Three wins in his last five starts. Now, he always had game. And I think the Ryder Cup success really enabled him to get this confidence that you need to win at the highest level. There were probably some doubts with him. He had been close. He'd been, you know, in a lot of top tens, played some really good golf. But I tell you what, he has broken through. This is breakout here. Three wins and five starts. He's put about $6 million in the bank over that five-start streak right there. And he's he's now the favorite heading to Augusta. My goodness, Scotty Scheffler. I haven't looked at those odds. He's the favorite right now? He's make, one of the favorites heading I mean, into uh, the 86 mess. Hard to argue against that. He's obviously one of the hottest golfers uh, on the planet right now. Hey, let me give a shout-out to Kiz, too. Uh, you got Kisner out of Georgia in the final against Scheffler, who was just lights out. Kiz playing some great golf. He is a match play nightmare. Good job, Kiz. Proud of you. Is that a runner-up finish, man? But Scheffler, the talk of the tour right now. Yeah. Kiz down four. or just down three with four holes to go against Adam Scott of the weekend. Came back, birdied all, uh, won the last four holes. And, man, he is one of the top competitors out there on tour. Fun to watch. Love Kiz. He has a good time. All right, Buck. Finishing up. I hear Buck Baloo has a big announcement for uh, next week. I'm retiring. Oh, that's it. Shut it down, Ernie. No, I'm teasing. I'm t- I can't afford to retire. <laughs> I mean, this COVID thing hit hard. No rest for the wicked. I'm not sure. Still I could hitting just, hard. Yeah. I'm not sure I could just hang around the house all day long either. But yeah, there's a big announcement I'm going to make next week. Just wanted to plan a seed as we get this week started. So stay tuned next week, Blue, with a big announcement. Yeah, that's a tease, and that's what's yeah. popping. Sure is. All right, we got uh, we, we've got Beaver Toyota, our mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota, of coming Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaofComing.com. Download the fan app right now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. And it's now time for the Buck Baloo Show headline, brought to you by GreaseMonkeyAuto.com. You heard me talking about right off the top with a big take. The final four is now set for Saturday. We get four, count them, four college basketball blue blood programs involved in the final four this year. North Carolina and Duke national semifinal, 849 Saturday night. And then leading things off at 609. Don't you love the starting time? 609. Why not 6 o'clock? Why not 610? 609, Kansas and Villanova going at it. Bill Self leading the Jayhawks to their fourth Final Four appearance under his guidance, second in five years. Kansas has been knocking on the door a little bit here lately. And then Jay Wright with Nova, three Final Fours in his last six seasons for Jay Wright and Nova. Finn's just so proud of the guys and really excited about uh, checking them out there. The best job maybe this year by Jay Wright. and Previously in those other Final Four appearances, he's had some 
first-round picks in the NBA draft, but I don't believe they've got one on this year's team. Really great job by Jay Wright and Bill Self. My bracket, well, my bracket sort of cooked at this point in time. I did have Kansas in the Final Four. Grease Monkey Auto, got to love these guys. They they work fast. They do it right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, why Matt Olson will have a huge season for our Braves and my take on Carson Beck making that move over at Georgia. Coming up, it's the Blue Show on Atlanta Sports Station, The Fan, 680 and 93.7. <laughs> oh, wow. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Wow! Will Smith just smacked the s*** out of me. Get my name out your f***ing mouth! Wow, dude! Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's no! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Oh, yeah, a little slapping going on in Hollywood. And we're talking about it on Sports Talk Radio, man. What are we doing? Everybody likes a good slap, I guess. Buck, you remember when uh, Will Smith was rapping this uh, this single from uh, Getting Jiggy With It, the album? Yeah. All right, well, he used to be known for not having to cuss to sell records. Uh, times are changing. Yeah, yeah, I, I really don't know what to make of all that. But, uh, hey, gives us something else to talk about, right, on this Monday. Hopefully our listeners, Monday's off to a great start. And stay tuned, coming up later after my show, Nick and Chris and the Audio Fun Bag are going to be at Fairway Social in Alpharetta. And uh, I want to invite you to head on down there, have some lunch, check the uh, the boys out, located in the heart of Alpharetta. And you probably, have you heard about this place yet? I mean, it is awesome. 13,000 square foot entertainment venue where you can play over 100 of the world's most iconic golf courses on 11 state-of-the-art full-swing simulators. Nick and Chris will be there later today. Yes, sir, Ray. What do you say we chop it up? Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com Let's chop it up, baby. One day closer to opening day. Can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. Want to uh, talk about Matt Olson, our new acquisition, our new first baseman, replacing Freddie Freeman over there at first, who's now with the Dodgers. You may have heard about that. Matt Olson coming in from the A's. Double A didn't waste any time making that happen. And I believe Matt Olson is set up for an awesome season in this Braves lineup. 
And let me tell you why. It goes beyond him just being awesome. He's going to have protection in the lineup for the first time in his career. See, with the Oakland A's in the American League, they were pitching around Matt Olson. A lot of breaking stuff on the outer part of the strike zone, trying to get him to chase. And if they walked him, uh, no big deal. No big deal. I mean, he had some guy named uh, Mark Canha hitting in front of him in the lineup last year. And then he had Jed Lowry hitting behind him in the lineup. So, look, opposing pitchers, the game plan was don't give Olsen anything quality to hit. Pitch around him. Breaking stuff on the outer portion of the strike zone. See if he'll chase. If he doesn't, let him walk and we'll pitch to Jed Lowry. Now, that's going to change in this Braves lineup this season. I mean, look at who's going to be hitting in front of Olsen. Let's say Snit does hit him second in the lineup. Coming up in a few weeks, you're going to see Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting leadoff again. So you got Acuna hitting in front of him. And you're going to have Ozuna, O'Reilly, uh, Duvall. These are the guys that will be hitting behind Matt Olson in the lineup. So I think what's going to happen is Olson now will suddenly get pitches to hit. Because if you walk Olson and then Riley comes up or Ozuna comes up and hits a bomb, now you've given up a two-run bomb. Nobody wants to do that. So I think you're, you're going to see Olsen. He's set for a monster season this year, and that will be huge for the Braves. And then this fan base, too, are anxious to see how he's going to do filling in or stepping in for the lovable Freddie Freeman, one of the most popular Braves uh, in recent memory, Freddie Freeman. Olsen's going to win these fans over quickly, and this is going to have something to do with it. You can't pitch around him anymore because the Braves have some legitimate hitters that can drive drive in runs. So we'll look forward to that. Matt Olson, man, I'm looking for 30 bombs, 100 ribs, and a monster season out of Matt Olson. We'll talk a little more Braves a little later in the show as I'm going to tell Snit who he should be starting on opening day. The nerve of me, right, trying to tell the Braves manager who to start on opening day. I'm very passionate about this topic. And look, looking forward to get getting to that a little later. But Matt Olson, get ready. He's going to be huge. And this Braves lineup is going to score a lot of runs, too, up and down. We, we go nine deep with quality bats we're going to put in that lineup once Acuna gets back in there. And there you go. That's us chopping it up on this Monday, getting ready for the Braves. Come on back to town and open this season. Leads me right into some Falcons talk I wanted to get to on the show today, too. Uh, the rebuild is on. We hate the word rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'd prefer that we call it a transition. I'm just going to, I'm stubborn, so I'm going to go with rebuild. And I'm not trying to infuriate Mr. Fontenot because I, I hope he's able to get the job done. But the rebuild is on. We've gotten rid of Matt Ryan, traded him to the Colts. And now we're going to go to the Mariota phase at quarterback with the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, rebuild, what exactly are we talking about with rebuild? Well, we need a lot of players. 
Got a lot of holes to fill on both sides of the ball. So that's what rebuild is. And what do you do to rebuild in this situation? A little, uh, little uh, lesson for you today and what rebuild means exactly in the NFL. It means that you've got a, a lot of positions to fill. And that equates to you're going to get rid of your best veteran players. Guys like Grady. Big Grady up there playing on the defensive line. Really the only legitimate defensive lineman we've got. And he's got respect over the entire league. Grady Jarrett. So he would be the next one to go, and I'm sure he's going to go. Why would you keep him during a rebuild? You can get draft picks in return for Grady. Give him a chance to go and play for a winner. Uh, Deion Jones is another one. Why would you keep Deion Jones around during a rebuild? You're going to trade Deion Jones and get draft picks just like Grady in return. So you want to get rid of the top veterans on the team, Matt Ryan, Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones. You get draft picks in return. And that way, Fontenot can bring in young talent in the draft to develop over the next two to three years and hopefully lead the Falcons back into respectability. And that's the road that we're just now starting to head down. And I know it's not a road that most of you want to go down. I mean, who wants to be a part of a loser? Who wants to see your team go 3-14 and 14 this season? Not me. I'll raise my hand. I don't want to see it. I'm not excited about it. But get ready for it because that's what's coming. And it also means, too, that you're going to, for the most part, ignore free agency. Why would you try to go out and get a legitimate player that's a free agent and bring him into Atlanta? Because, number one, he's not going to be interested. I mean, you don't want to overpay, right, to bring some guy in to help you win, what, four games instead of three? That makes absolutely no sense. You might fill in some holes with some lesser value players, uh, you know, the players you can get in here on the cheap and plug them in, and maybe they're looking for playing time somewhere else, and you plug them into the Falcons lineup for a couple of years until this young talent that you accumulate in the draft matures into people that you can depend on to go out week in and week out, play solid football, and help the Atlanta Falcons win football games. So if you were shaken by the Matt Ryan thing, get ready for more. And I'm not saying it's got to happen this week, but I see no reason why you would line up with Grady Jarrett playing on the defensive line this year when you can trade him and get some more draft picks in here to help you rebuild. That's what it's all about. So Falcon, <clears throat> Falcons fans, get ready. It's going to be a long couple of seasons here. And if you were thinking that Marcus Mariota was going to lead us uh, to the NFC South title this year, and into the playoffs, I've got some land I want to sell you. The rebuild is on, Falcons fans. And it's not going to be pretty. But get ready for it because it's a coming. Nernie, let's hit a college football nugget for a change. <laughs> 
Mmm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Let's talk a little bit about those Florida Gators. They're hosting Pro Day today. A Pro Day down in the swamp. Now, I know you're probably thinking, hold on. Do the Gators have any NFL caliber players? I mean, you got to have some of those to have the pro day, right? So, uh, DT, you know if the Gators have any NFL caliber players that will be at the pro day today? Don't they, don't they have that Kair Elam, the cornerback, that might be an NFL caliber player? There's still some talent there in, in Gainesville. Elam ran that faux 3-9, that uh, sub faux faux. And Ernie was telling me earlier that they've got a linebacker he likes, Jeremiah Moon, M-O-O-N, Moon, that might make somebody's team. Zach Carter, I think, a defensive lineman, might end up catching on with somebody. And they got a running back, Damian Pierce, that may or may not end up with the Falcons as a fifth-round pick. Look, the bottom line is Billy Napier and his staff, they better jumpstart this recruiting down at UF because right now they are thin. They are really thin with talent down at Florida. They've only had three number ones in the last three years. Pitts, Tony, and that bus C.J. Henderson. And that is the least amount of first-round picks they've had in 20 years. Billy Napier, I know you've got an outstanding reputation. Gator fans are hoping you're going to be the man. But to be the man, you better improve the recruiting. Improve the talent base you've got there at the University of Florida. Because, look, you got a pro day today where I bet some of the teams won't even send people down there. And there's your college football nugget. And done the nugget lately, Nerny. You had to dust it off a little bit. Nernie, does it surprise you the Gators don't have a lot of uh, draft-eligible talent down there? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, typically on the defensive side of the ball, you see, uh, you know, offensively, who was it, Tony that came out of uh, Florida recently? So usually they got like one or two slot guys. But, yeah, defensively, uh, typically you do have some, uh, some Gators uh, being taken high in that draft. Yeah, Mullen, not exactly the greatest recruiter out there. Uh, the word, uh, you know, the word uh, around Mullen and also with Grantham, and I'd mentioned this with Grantham many times here on 680 The Fan, is Grantham, his idea of recruiting was to sit his butt in his office and have the recruits come to him. And he had this thing going where when the recruits came to him, he had a little video set up where he would show the kid in high school playing the position that he plays on defense. And then he would edit the, the video to where he would immediately go to the player they had on the Gator defense playing that same position. And he would show the kid where his skill set translates to the college level and what they're doing with the Gator defense. And he did this at Georgia and did it pretty well. But look, Mon, uh, you, you got uh, Grantham and <laughs> you got... Uh, the, the former head coach now that's looking for a job outside broadcasting, 
that didn't really embrace the recruiting side of the business in college football. Dan Mullen didn't do it. He'd prefer to stay on campus too. So when you've got your head coach and your defensive coordinator that aren't passionate about hitting the recruiting trail and going out and convincing players to come play for them uh, down in the swamp for the uh, University of Florida Gators, then this makes sense now that you're having a pro day today where not really many NFL scouts are very excited about being there. There's not a lot of talent to, to check out for the NFL scouts. And why have they taken a step back? Because they don't have enough talent. Billy Napier, with a better reputation of embracing recruiting, but compared to Mullen and Grantham, I mean, we've got a better reputation of going out and hitting the recruiting trail than they do. So Gator fans, hang your hat on that. Napier's going to go out and recruit a little better this year. Otherwise, well, what's going on is going to keep going on. You might uh, break out and have one good year or something like that and then fall back into uh, being a disappointment. Let's get to that Bulldog Roundtable, man. Bullman is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, How Glogu, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's gonna be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93-7 FM. I talked about this earlier in the show, how the boys at the coffee shop this morning, man, the Bulldog fans, they are all over the story about Carson Beck making a move over at the Georgia Spring football practice. Hey, man, did you hear about Beck? He's getting more reps than Stetson Bennett is with the first team. Can you believe it? What's going on? What are your sources telling you? And I sort of chuckled when I heard that multiple times in the coffee shop today. Hey, man, what about Beck? What's going on? Well, let me tell you what's going on, all right? Kirby Smart and Todd Monken, they know what they have in Stetson Bennett. Lord, if they don't know by now, they'll never know. But they do know. They know they've got one of the top five quarterbacks in college football in Stetson Bennett. The mailman delivered Big last season, especially in the playoffs, totally won me over, got me away from that JT Daniels thing, and I'm totally on the bandwagon after seeing what he did down the stretch. So they know what they have in Stetson Bennett. Lord, he's a sixth-year senior. They don't need to see anything out of car out of uh, Stetson Bennett during spring football practice. Let me tell you exactly what spring football practice is. At the high school level and at the college level. It's about the coaching staff getting a look at the players that they deemed not ready to help them win last season. That's what spring football practice is about. Let's take a look at the guys that were warming the bench during the last season. And let's see if any of those guys have made progress to the point where they're about to earn serious playing time in the upcoming season. Now, that's my opinion on spring football practice. 
And so they know what they have in Stetson Bennett. So let's see where Carson Beck is. Let's throw him out there with the first-team offense. Let's give Carson Beck first-team reps, and let's evaluate his progress in becoming a quarterback that can help the Georgia Bulldogs win big. Carson Beck, I've said it more than once, I'll say it again, the biggest arm in the quarterback room. And you look at the guy when he's walking in that quarterback room, and, man, I am so honored. You know, when you go over to the facility and each one of these position groups have a room where they meet in daily, and it's got like sort of silhouettes and some uh, photographs on the wall of former players that played that position through the years at Georgia. And I was a little surprised when I was over there last week to see my photograph on that quarterback run. I I was. I was a little, uh, I was not expecting to see that. Sort of a feel-good moment, checking that out. But in that quarterback room, when you see those guys walk into the room, he's the guy you go, my goodness, he looks like an NFL-caliber quarterback. He, He has the look. Six foot four, six foot five, 225 pounds, biggest arm in the quarterback room. Now, coming into his third year, he's mastered the playbook. He's comfortable with the full playbook, comfortable with the coverages he's going to see at practice. And so he has elevated himself into contention to being a guy that Kirby and Monken and the coaching staff look at and say, you know what, at some point he's going to be our starting quarterback. Now, I saw where Stetson said, look, if he, this is Georgia, is what Stetson said. And at Georgia under Kirby Smart, if you prove to be the best option at that position, guess what? You're going to be the starter. Now, I'd I'd say in this situation at quarterback, you need to slow down on that one. Stetson is going to be the leader of the football team. He will be voted the team captain by the end of the season led the dogs to a national championship last season. They they don't need to see Stetson Bennett in spring practice. So Stetson, uh, you know, step to the side here. Uh, we don't want to see you get hurt. So we're going to let these other guys get these first-team reps, and, and we're going to see where they are in their progress to becoming a better quarterback. Stetson is a proven winner. He's going to be the starting quarterback Carson Beck could go out and complete 40 passes in a row without throwing an interception, and the mailman's still going to be the starter when the season rolls around. Convinced of it. And look, there's some talk, too. I saw uh, overnight just looking, uh, doing the show prep when I got in after midnight last. I was up at like 1.30 in the morning doing show prep. (laughs) Uh, Long weekends, brother. But uh, I see where Brock Vandergriff, and I spoke about it last week, he's tightened up his delivery. And that was one of the things I had to do coming out of high school, tighten up the delivery. Vandergriff's done that. And he's still growing as a quarterback. And Carson Beck has made a move, and he should be making a move, entering his third year in the program. Now, I've had some sources telling me, look, Carson was going to go through spring football practice 
and evaluate where he stands at the end of spring football, that if he was not going to get playing time, he would seriously look at the transfer portal at that point in time. There's some talk going on right now. He's going to stay. And I believe what he's doing is solidifying his status of being, if, if something happened to Stetson Bennett, he would immediately be the starter. Or worst case scenario for Carson Beck, when this upcoming season ends, that he would be the starting quarterback going into next season. Carson Beck looking good. Getting better. Looking like a dude that's going to be a starter for Georgia next season is the way I'm seeing it. It's a tradition unlike any other. Hooters and the fan are teaming up to send a lucky listener down to Augusta, over to Augusta, for a -a once-in-a-lifetime VIP experience. Don't you want to win that? Join the fan for live broadcast of Nick and Chris, Chuck and Chernoff, and the audio fun bag Wednesday at Hooters Cumberland and again on Thursday at Hooters Kennesaw. Those guys are going to be registering guests all day to win a pair of badges to see see it live along with a VIP experience at Hooters in Augusta. You get to hang out with John Daly. Should be fun. But if you uh, you got to you got to be there to win. All right. So be there. Join us Wednesday the 30th at Hooters Cumberland. Thursday the 31st at Hooters Kennesaw. All right, coming up next, I'm going to tell Snit who should be starting on opening day. Got a lot of nerve today. We're going to go with that anyway. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan 10 to 11, Monday through Friday on Atlanta Sports Station 680 and 93.7. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. No slapping going on at 680 The Fan today. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. At least I hadn't seen it. We hadn't seen a good brawl in here lately. Maybe the last time um, was when Kofar was still here at the station. Yeah, I don't recall any uh, brawling going on here recently. Maybe Stakey, when they were hurting his brand a little bit, got a little upset. But I don't think any slapping was going on. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. And if, look, the shows aren't enough, you might want to check out what our podcasts are all about. And the Podcast Park is brought to you by Associated Credit Union. From Braves to Dogs to Falcons, we've got you covered. You you got some podcasts out there like uh, the audio bag. uh, How about Buck's Beat, man? Buck's Beat, yeah. I tell you, if I don't promote it, I'm not sure you're going to hear it. But uh, got a conversation with Matt Ryan up right now. Episode 56 of Buck's Beat, conversation with Matt Ryan on the podcast, talking about his breakup with the Falcons and the next storyline with the Indianapolis Colts. 
And I want to uh, thank our sponsor for uh, Bucks Beat Podcast, brought to you by Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. If you're looking to make a move in the Lake Lanier Homes Up 400 market, Mickey is a no-brainer. Give him a call at 678-341-7474 or go to GetMickey.com and get an expert immediately. The Braves opening day starter. I'm going to go out. You know, I really love Brian Snitker, the manager. Who doesn't, right? Well, maybe Chuck. Chuck, has Chuck relented the criticism of his handling of the bullpen since we won the World Series last season? We're not sure about that. But I'm going to tell Snit what to do as far as opening day goes. Do you see where Charlie Morton was back yesterday uh, coming off that broken leg that he suffered in the World Series, and, man, he was impressive. Four and two-thirds scoreless, hitless innings for Charlie Morton yesterday. Five strikeouts, walked one. He looks ready to go. The veteran of the staff, everybody loves Charlie Morton, and I am thrilled that he's a part of this rotation. But I want to see Max Freed get the opening day start. And it has nothing to do with I, I like Freed better than Charlie Morton. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got everything to do with the performance level that, uh, that Max Freed has delivered over the last three seasons. He has been nothing short of spectacular over the last three years. M Max Freed, in those three seasons, has, uh, he's gone 38 and 13 as a starter for the Atlanta Braves, and that includes the postseason. 38 and 13 with a 3.10 ERA. Four and two in the postseason in that run to the World Series title last season. Freed has been spectacular. And when you look at what the team has done in the last three years, when Max Freed has been on the mound, the Braves are 58 and 27. Chew on that for a minute. That's got to be one of the better marks in Major League Baseball. Hadn't had time to really break it down that much, but doesn't hadn't Max Freed earned the right to get that opening day start? Because I believe that is the case. And that's to take nothing away from Charlie Morton, who has been wonderful coming back in here and putting on that Braves uniform. He has been spectacular and very reliable. And, look, normally you're going to go with a veteran guy. Uh, but, but, look, Max Freed at this point in time is a veteran guy. 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here. We always appreciate your phone call. Got a couple of minutes here at the end of the show if you'd like to uh, back me up or maybe uh, go take the other side, Morton or Freed. I'm going Freed in that situation. Ernie, what about you? If you were the manager of the Braves, who would you go with? Uh, I'm going with Freed. I mean, Morton looked great, and I'm sure he'll be ready to go. But, I mean, you know, there's still a slight question about if that the leg's back to 100%. And yeah, Max Freed, he's, he's my ace right now. He's in the prime of his career, too, guys, at 28 years old. And when the team, when he pitches, the team last season was 21 and 12. In 2020, the, the shortened season, the team was 13 and 2. 2000, uh, we got 2019, Max Freed, the team was 24 and 13 when he got the ball. So when the Braves 
have played, and Max Fried has been on the mound the last three years, postseason included, the Braves are 58-27. and 27. I mean, give the man the ball in the season opening game because he's earned it, as Stakey would say. Earned. Has he earned it? Yeah, he's earned it all right. He has been spectacular. So want to see him uh, get the rock when the Braves get it all started. We don't have a uh, guest coming on the show today. We did not. But if we did, it'd be the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Brought to you by Hobson and Hobson Divorce and Custody Firm. Are you brave enough to take the first step? Visit areyoubraveenough.com to schedule a consultation. And, man, I'm looking forward to the man. I got the master's itch coming up, right? I mean, I've got it. I can't wait for the Masters to show up and see what Scotty Scheffler's got planned. I mean, this guy's red hot. Be one of the favorites heading into Augusta National. Buck, have you ever gotten a badge? Have you ever been there for any of the... Uh, the well, here at 680 The Fan, we previously, there were maybe four or five years where the suits got their hands on badges, and I guess they couldn't go so they sent some of us over there to be a part of it. And me and Kincaid got to go a few times and really uh, just totally loved it. And prior to that, I'd never been, never laid eyes on Augusta National in person. and watched it every year as a kid growing up. So that was a big thrill for me is heading over to Augusta. Kincaid and I would do our show. And before the show started, we'd be out walking as we hear on the ad here, walking the greens of Augusta. Although we never stepped on the green, we wouldn't want to get tossed out of there. You know what I mean? Well, I'm shocked that Kincaid made it. I mean, as loud as he is, the fact that they didn't kick him out. I got to tell you, I, I was there for a Friday round, and my uh, the memory that I will always hold close to me was a, a woman, I forgot which uh, hole this was, but was walking across the fairway and passed out. And I don't know if this was heat-related. It was a very warm day or alcohol-related or well, both. she could have been hammered. Buck, when I tell you the people on staff there dragged that body off the fairway as fast as they possibly could before <laughs> they came back from commercial break, yeah, I don't think they even checked to see if she was still breathing before they got her off there. Yeah, that's scary, man. You don't ever see that happen. But we'll be there before you know it. Well, the, the fans, as far as watching the Masters. Huh? And we're going to qualify, as I mentioned earlier, some people to go and be a part of it. At this point in time, I, I think, well, Finn really loves the game of golf, and, and so do I. I think if there were two on-air hosts that deserved to get their hands on a badge, it'd be me and Finneran, who are totally passionate about the game of golf. I feel like Finn's probably been there enough. Finn's been there a lot, huh? He's got a lot of friends. He's probably played Augusta. You know, I've never played Augusta National. Finn told a story a few years ago, and I don't know if this has changed or not. He was actually invited to play at Augusta, and he turned it down. Well, he'll never be invited back. Yeah. Limmer told me this, that he went and played. He got an invitation. Mark Lemke got an invitation to go play, and he was thrilled, right? So he dropped whatever he had planned. He drove to Augusta, played Augusta National, after wanting to do this for like, you know, two decades. Well, a couple of days later, he got a call from another member. It must have been during the Great Braves run. A couple of days after he played Augusta National, got another call, and he thought, well, you know, I just played it a couple of days ago, and I've got this appointment. 
that I really need to be at. So he turned the opportunity down. And do you know he never got another invitation? I, I don't know. Don't ever turn down an, uh, an invitation to play at Augusta National. I'm, I'm waiting on that invitation to come. All right, time for the final word. Man, I checked something off my bucket list this past weekend. You might not be impressed, but I was. I finally got to experience Mississippi State baseball in Starkville. And let me tell you, it was awesome, man. I love golf and I love college baseball. And this has got to be the best college baseball experience in the entire country. So really, when you look at it, it's got to be the best college baseball experience in the world. Over 14,000 fans showed up on Saturday for game two of the Alabama series, which ended up, it was a walk-off win for State, and the crowd totally exploded, man. Went back to see some of game three yesterday, and there were 10,000-plus fans there. Back at the dude, as they call it. Make fun of my bucket list if you want. But I love college baseball, and I've heard about State, their program for decades. And it was the first chance yesterday or Saturday I had a chance to really be a part of it. It was epic. 14,000 plus at a college baseball game. Unbelievable. That's going to do it for our show, my show today, the Buck Blue Show. Nerny, great job, DT. We appreciate your road dog. Get it done for Nick and Chris out there today. We'll be back tomorrow. Remember, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, here on Atlanta Sports Station, the fans, 680 and 93.7. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.